Welcome everyone, we are about to begin, Best is Hashem, Shalom Bayer, Shir number 168. We're going to talk uh, today about how to dial down the criticism, that even when it's important for a husband and a wife to talk over some issues that are bothering them, there are ways to do it with a calmness, with a kindness, and with certain skills um, that would alleviate a lot of the issues that people have when they start talking about sensitive issues with one another. And one of the eights that are given is not to over-talk. To over-talk on your part will cause the other person to not listen. And, um, and the, basically, very often, the less you say is more. Now, that doesn't mean you do not say everything that you mean to say. You don't withhold information. You're very clear. But not to have a long-winded argument with raising voices, um, that doesn't help. It usually hurts. And very often, when you just keep on talking and talking and talking and reiterating a point that you're making again and again and again, um, it just uh, gets the person talking more animated and aggravated. And the one that's listening is t- gets tired of listening to it. So the way to try to practice this is that when you have a point that you find that's very important to bring across, to try to say those difficult things in only a few sentences. Make your point only once in a particular conversation. You slow down your speech, you lower the volume, and you practice this. And not, you know, not, and to stay calm and stay focused on your own style. In other words, you have to look back and see whether your husband or the wife does make a difference. That very often, when either one of you got aggravated and you chastised the other spouse and you used um, harsh words or reiterating something that you're upset about again and again and again. Why did you do this? I told you not to do this. This aggravates me. Now we have to do this all over again. And, and it goes on and on and on for, for, for um, a long time. And um, sometimes what you need to do is to dial it down in the sense of compressing it into a few short sentences. So as an example... If a wife is upset that the husband eats the supper and that she prepares hard and he never says thank you, or he rarely says thank you, so and you want to have a real conversation about that. So, you know, instead of going over and over and over in all different scenarios, when this happened, when that happened, you basically say, and you, know, you pick a time where it's calmer and you're having this conversation and just say in a soft tone, I would like you to say thank you when I prepare a supper for you. Or you forgot to take the garbage out after I asked you, um, you know, twice. Or um, I feel uncomfortable. We were by a simcha and I felt, I felt uncomfortable how much you were drinking by that simcha. Things like that. And then you leave it at that sometimes. And very often when you make a point in those short sentences... It gives the other person, the husband or wife, a space to consider it, to think about it. And, of course, there are times where you need a larger conversation. 
on many subjects. That's true. You're making a major decision about which yeshiva your son should go to or whether they should go to Eretz or not or to this seminary, that seminary. So obviously, this is you can't just have three sentences, oh, I feel we should do this because of this, end of story, and the other one says three sentences. No, there, there's obviously uh, a lot of angles, so it has to be a longer conversation. But as a general rule on, on many, many types of subjects, it's important to know that conversations will go better if you practice that abbreviated version of it. And so that's one concept on how to communicate when you're dealing with something that you need to speak to each other about, about something that needs correction. And another rule, also very important, is, you know, they have this saying, strike when the iron is hot, you know, take an opportunity. Here, the reverse is true. When, it's, when you need to discuss a sensitive issue with one another, you strike when the iron is cold. What does that mean? That means that you think sometimes that if you make a, have a major blow-up, that'll really get your partner's attention. Ooh, that, that really upset my husband, really upset my, my wife, and I, I better do something about it. Now, on occasion, that could be true, but very often, after a while, if the person always blows up when they, um, you know, something goes away they don't particularly like, it's sort of like the bo- uh, boy who, who cried wolf, you know, and and you, there's a disconnect after a while, and usually you feel worse about it. You're more angry, more intense. So it's very important to save your criticism when the criticism is necessary. To after both of you calm down. And the t- in a time when you're feeling good about your husband or wife, try to find a time where things are calmer, where the emotional climate between the both of you is more relaxed, you have his attention, you have her attention, and try to discuss those more sensitive topics in those situations. And, you know... And that's really the best way to do it. Because, um, um, so again, so in the heat of a moment, if you have to say something, you say it very, very short. Venting anger and criticism won't change the pattern, um, and that won't help. So the best thing is is to um, find situations that when both of you are calmer, and even though you're upset at one particular thing about your, what your husband's doing or your wife is doing, but overall right now you're in a calm, friendly relationship, and that's the time to talk as best as possible. You know, sometimes it's a time-sensitive um, issue where you have to, um, you know, discuss something right away. You take a deep breath and go to another room, maybe say a capital tehillim and ask Hashem to give you Yisha uh, Vadas, and then, and then you do it. But whenever possible to delay when things are, are, are tense right now or if someone knows they're overtired, to wait till they get enough rest where they're calmer and then discuss the issue. Another important concept in having these type of discussions is to stay focused. What usually happens is, is if you have a complaint about something your husband did or your wife did, 
it sort of snowballs from that complaint to the next complaint to the next complaint. So you're upset about a particular thing, and then um, you go on a whole laundry list because you're upset about 10 other things that's upsetting you about your husband or your wife. But it's very important that whatever you, you the, the, the subject that you want to discuss right now, you stick to it. You stay focused and you stick to that one particular criticism per discussion. You don't have a criticism. You don't have, if there's, let's say, 10 issues you have to talk to your husband or wife about to sort out, and you have a certain limited amount of time, you take the one that right now is the issue, and that's it. You don't tag on when you're talking about past infractions, things that happened uh 10 years ago, or even a year ago, or even a month ago, when you're discussing about something now. And the truth is, you don't even tag on past infractions when it's still relevant, you know? And uh, so, like, for example, last year, you, you purchased that car without even considering whether we could afford it. And I'm still very upset about that. Now, okay, you know, you could discuss it once in a while, if your husband knows this already, he knows this already, he regrets it, and he just needs to know next time he makes such an um, expensive purchase, he should consult with you. But if you're talking about something else, and you want to, your husband, you, you know, you, you have a certain issue there about something that you want to discuss with your husband about, you don't keep on throwing in the fact that last year he purchased that car that you couldn't afford you stay focused on the subject at hand without getting sidetracked. And also it's very important is that even if your husband or wife, the spouse, you, you did this and you talked about a particular thing and they're counter-throwing back things at you and giving an, a different laundry list. You know, you think you're so good, you do this and this and this, like a long crime sheet. You also, you disregard it and say, we're just going to talk about this one topic right now. This one topic, which in and of itself is something that we could work out, it's something that we could resolve, we could, re- we could agree to disagree, or we could agree that going forward we're going we're gonna to handle it in a different way. And, and it does wonders in calming situations and for people feeling better about things. And the communication is much more better and things actually help and get improved. Now, staying focused, which we say now, may sound like a simple rule. It's not so simple. Um, Whether in love, relationship between a husband and a wife, or in work, it takes motivation to stay focused. It takes self-observation. It takes practice. It takes practice to keep a conversation focused on one issue at a time. And also, with an eye to create a solution. So it's two parts to this. It's staying focused overall. In other words, there's a one particular topic that we're going to discuss tonight, a sensitive issue, whatever it is, one topic. We're not going to go into a laundry list of 10 million things that happened in the past or even in the recent past. Or maybe there's something else that we're going to have to talk about tomorrow or the next day. Not now. Now we're talking about this one thing. And then even this one thing that you're talking about be as clear as possible, calm as possible, and also with the mindset of a solution, a mindset of saying, okay, what are we going to, um, how are we going to resolve this? So 
in a nutshell, what we discussed about in this year, discussing criticism when it needs to be done, is to talk less, not to over-talk, but to try to bring out your point in a few short sentences. And again, an issue that requires a, a longer dialogue, fine, that's sometimes necessary. But very often, a, an issue can be resolved relatively easy with not that many sentences or rehashings. So there it's best to talk less and just to solidify your point in a couple of clear sentences in a calm way, number one. Number two, strike when the iron is cold, meaning when you're upset or overtired or cranky or it's really hurting you still very much. You need to take a deep breath, try to rest, try to find, wait till time, some time passes where the feelings between you and your husband are on in a better state. And then at that point, make that, uh, you know, have that conversation in a calm way. And the last thing we said here is to stay focused. That when you sit to discuss a complaint, finally, you stick to one criticism per discussion, one topic per discussion. You you don't tag on past infractions, a laundry list of other things that happened, especially if they're not relevant anymore, and even if they are relevant, but, but right now it's not. Right now we're discussing this one thing at hand. And we do this in a in a way that is geared towards let's work out a solution. Let's figure something out. Let's work out a compromise. Let's say, um, you know, I'm sorry I behave that way. Let's say you're talking indeed about that car that you're overspending, you didn't consult your wife about, or the wife made a real expensive purchase and didn't discuss, you know, discuss it with the husband. So it, the point has to be brought across. And then let's, um, I'm sorry about that. I wasn't considerate. I should have known better. I know better now. And then you open up with things of if there's another big purchase that's going to come along along the way, this time we know that we're going to communicate with each other about it before taking that step. Have a wonderful day.